Hey, it's Andy Yanez, and you're watching another episode of Pod Slam Jamma. And on this podcast episode, we have a very special guest, Cordell Jefferson, class of 2023 from Martin High School in Arlington, Texas, and the first commit to the University of Houston class of 2023. We'll talk to him a little bit about his life, what drew him to the Houston program, and more. Once again, you're listening to Pod Slam Jamma, presented by Clear City Control Room. Jones across midfield. Jones just waiting for somebody. Jones inside the 20 to the 10. And for the fifth time in his career, will not be stopped. Here's Grimes and a pull up three. Oh, Grimes, dead high shooter. Blair to Patterson in the corner for three. To midcourt. That's Mark at the buzzer. There he is, the man of the hour. KJ, thank you for joining us. Uh, we appreciate your time, man. I appreciate you, man. Day on Dunlap, as always, my co-host. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good, man. Got the, Happy to have the man of the hour himself, KJ Woodis, man. What's good, KJ? What's good? How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Appreciate you, man, for joining us. Appreciate you, too. So as we start this off, it's... Uh, Honestly, kind of interesting that we're recording this on May 25th. And obviously, of course, today is the same day that uh, news breaks on Houston getting another commit um, for the class of 2023. Joseph uh, Tugler, like you said, JoJo commits to Houston. Um, But this this is about you. So real quickly, um, you go from Mississippi to Arlington. Um, you said that now you're in the Fort Worth area. Talk to me. Let's talk a little bit more about you personally. I mean, going back uh, to Mississippi, um, take me back to the early days. How was it like uh, growing up for you? And, and really, where did um, where did you really pick up uh, the sport of basketball? Uh, really, it's interesting because, I, I mean, I'm really like the youngest out of all my cousins. So, you know, going to the park, playing basketball, and I just, you know, did what big cousins supposed to do, pushing me around, just made me better. <laughs> What was that transition like coming from tech from Mississippi to Texas as far as competition wise? I know you played a lot with your family, mm-hmm. but when you got to Texas, mm-hmm. I, for me being a Texan, I think Texas is probably some of the best athletes, football, basketball, all the way mm-hmm. around the board. Yeah. But from you, well, what was that competition like transitioning from one state to another? Uh, you know, because I, I came here in like sixth grade, so you okay. know, it was really just at the lower level. So, I mean, it really wasn't too hard, but then again, you know, the pace was faster just playing with high-level guys coming here, especially even sixth grade. It was just faster. So, yeah, I mean, it was cool. But on the other hand, it's just Mississippi is just – I mean, you had guys who played all types of sports, so it really wasn't just players out there focusing on one sport like it is here in Texas. So, I mean, it was it was also fun there too. So I, I searched up the town that, that you're from, and, and I, I looked it up how you pronounce it. So let me know if I'm butchering this. Is it Bogachita, Bogachita Mississippi? Bogachita, Is that how Mississippi. you say it? Bogachitas. Uh-huh. So, I mean, what, do you have any favorite food? Do you still remember stuff from, from Bogachita, or what was that like uh, growing up? Not necessarily on the sports side. Is there anything, any memories you have of, of your Ooh, From the South, man. It's crawfish, shrimp, stuff like that, man. Everyday basis. <laughs> 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 Crawfish boys on the weekend. 
Yeah, that's, that's really what it was. You know, everybody get together. Yeah. Bring the crawfish out, dump it all on the table, and everybody just sit there and eat the crawfish, talk, have a good time. You said something that was interesting to me uh, as far as, like, Texas. A lot of people focus on what sport. Did you mm -hmm. play any other sports growing up? With, like football, football, baseball, anything? Football, baseball, oh. ran track. So, multi-sport athlete. Mm -hmm. I started focusing on one sport coming into high school. Okay. So, you stopped playing football, what, middle school? Uh-huh. Eighth grade was my last year. Okay. What position uh -huh. did you play? I, they had me quarterback, receiver, and safety. Well, which side yeah. of the ball did you enjoy playing more? Sorry, Andy. Uh, probably, probably defense. I like, I like to hit. I'm a great. Okay, I was wondering because it's probably <laughs> okay. Okay. No, nah, I was just uh, impressed at all the three different positions, and then, like you said, you played baseball as well. What mm -hmm. position did you play in baseball? Pitching first. Mm. Pitching first. How how fast can you throw the ball? Uh, this is like. Sixth grade, so it wasn't it yeah. too fast. Okay. And then, like you said, once you got into high school, you really started focusing on on one sport. And mm -hmm. uh, what was really um, – what were kind of the factors that made you choose basketball above uh, the other sports? Uh, to be honest, it was it was actually hard. I ain't even going to lie. I like football just as much as I like basketball. But it was really, you know, just the, the injuries aspect of it because I had a couple of them, you know, in football too, like knee injuries and stuff like that, so. You know, I was like, once I got those injuries, I was like, I ain't gonna lie, I'm probably just gonna stick to basketball. You know, just I, that's why I say I like to hit more. Not like. <laughs> <laughs> At what point in high school or middle school did you realize, like, okay, I'm really nice and, and I can play at the next level collegiately, and, and that's what I really want to focus on? Uh, probably, probably eighth grade. That's when. That's when I really started, like, you know, blowing up and stuff. I got interviewed by uh, Master P. Uh, he uh, invited. He actually invited me to Hawaii the week before I had an injury. He invited me to Hawaii for like an All Star game, and I didn't even get to make it. I was so mad. So that's probably around that time. Once I got that recognition from him, and obviously, of course, moving up through the ranks, uh, you're wrapping up uh, your junior year in high school, correct? Mm -hmm. So you're going to be going into your senior season. I'm going to have doing research for the uh, for the show. I found an article um, and I believe um, I can't remember if it was 24 seven sports or if it was uh, mm -hmm. stock stock risers. But uh, one of those two, you mentioned how I've, this upcoming off season, you're looking, you're excited for it because this is the time you're going to, you're going to have a full off season. You don't have to worry mm -hmm. about injuries is what you said in the article. Um, so one, a bit of a two-part question, but one, can you talk a little bit about how your approach is going to be this offseason now that you, you know, you have a commitment to you know, one of the mm -hmm. best programs in the country, but also, like you said, you still got your senior year in high school. Mm -hmm. I mean, to be honest, I really already started with, you know, from strength and conditioning to just giving my trainers and just being more detailed with everything, you know, getting more shots up, you know, doing live, live situations, stuff like that, because, you know, coming off injury, I really couldn't do live game situations. It was really just like drills and stuff like that. But now I'm just really getting into live game situations, you know, making the right reads and stuff like that. So, Will you be playing in the grassroots in this summer or playing anything, mm -hmm. any teams this summer? What teams you play with? Uh, I'm going to play – I'm going to stay with uh, the same team. I'm going to be with uh, RJ Hampton Elite. Okay. I think, I think my first tournament is going to be June 3rd through the 5th. Then we also got the TABC where, you know, the coaches come back out. I think it's mm -hmm. June something. So, that'll be cool too. Okay. 
And when you when you go throughout, obviously now like basketball has kind of become like you mentioned. Honestly, it's become a year long sport where obviously traditionally the summers like the off season, like you just mentioned, you're going to be uh, part of a whole bunch of different events. Um, is there ever time where you're not necessarily, I mean, in between games, or maybe you take like I don't know a, a portion of time where you like choose to focus on one specific area, or is it all on the fly? Where hey, we finished one event, I want to focus on this, and then right Mm before the next event goes, what what is that process like for you? Yeah, it's basically what you just said. You know, it could be one game where I want to come out. You know, let me work on you know come out the ball screen, making the right making the right read. Then the next game, it can be me coming in, getting more shots up, just getting my shot off, getting to my spot, getting my shot off. So, I mean, it's it's a different approach, you know, every game. Just trying to use something to get better, really. And another article that we mentioned, one thing, one quote that stuck out to me, would you say that you take pride not only in offense but guarding the opponent's best yeah. player. And okay. I actually – caught one of your games last year. I can't remember who y'all played. And just I don't want to compare you to this player because I really don't like doing that. But just that style of playing that dog game reminded me of Jimmy Butler because I could tell mm-hmm. how, how much you really got into it on the defensive end. And so just talk about your willingness to, to defend and not only on offense. Everybody want to score, but you got to have mm-hmm. a different mentality to really lock in and want to guard the opponent's best player. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, I'm going to give all the credit to my cousin <laughs> You know, they used to, you know, growing up, they used to make me mad. You know, you get mad. You know, they, you know, playing 21 2, they tell you, you want to play the big mm-hmm. dog, you got to be a big dog. You got to get your own rebounds. You got to do all that. You got to get the ball. So, I mean, I feel like taking pride on defense, I can get the ball and everything will work out from there. And for, for the Houston fans, they might be, uh, getting to really listen to you for the first time to, to see you for a little bit. Can you describe a little bit what, what's your game like? Obviously, um, referencing back a lot of these, um, you know, different sites, they, they, the way they describe you as a combo guard where you can do honestly a little bit of everything you can play, make, you can shot create, uh, in your words, how do you describe your game? Uh, three level score, score. When I need to, but I'm really, I feel like, I feel like I'm a pass first guard. Cause I like to get my teammates involved first before I, you know, do my, my part because I feel like once I do that, it'll open up everything for me. And you just talked about the work you're putting in this summer. I know you want to sharpen all areas mm-hmm. of your game, but are there certain parts that you really, really want to get really good at going into your season season and then obviously transition from that to the college level? Yeah, most definitely. Just, you know, being able to get my shot off quicker, especially like, you know, getting to my spots, mid-range, getting my shot off quicker, and then really just being more of a vocal leader right now. It's really all it is. Getting, I want to My percentage this year was horrible. So, yeah, I want, I'm, I'm going to get that up most definitely. Do you have, like, a, whether it be a coach, a family member, or someone that's, like, go-to that really helps you improve your game uh, throughout the year? Mm-hmm. Uh, coach Mo, he's my skills trainer. That's one of my skills trainers. Then I got uh, Coach Brian Adams out in Denton. We work on, we work on skills, a lot of footwork stuff out there. Then I got my strength conditioning trainers over at um, TMI Sports Medicine. We go like three days. I've been going with them three days, three, four days a week. Uh, John Garcia, I've been working out with him. So really been those made three. Now you committed to Houston, and in my opinion, the greatest coach right now in college basketball, Coach Sampson. 
what was it about Coach Sampson? I know you talked about, you said he feel like he can get to take your game to the next level. Mm-hmm. But what's that next level look like? What is it about Coach Sampson that you feel like he can help get you to where ultimately where you want to be? Just development side of it, because, you know, I'm, I'm big on development. Me, you know, just going through the stuff that I went through, it taught me a lot about development, you know, just getting where I need to be body-wise, strength-wise. So, you know, Coach Sampson, even from day one, he just kept it, you know, straightforward with me. Like, no other coach really has done it like he's done. He just told me, you know, it's like, it ain't going to be easy. College is a different uh, ball game. You're going to come in. You're going to have your good days. You're going to have your bad days. But at the end of the day, it's, it's all going to be work. And we'll leave it right there. A perfect segue uh, for our next segment, our conversation with Cordell K.J. Jefferson coming right up on Pod Slime and Jamma covering your UH Athletics. Yeah, continuing here on Pod Slam Jam, as KJ just mentioned, some of the things Coach Sampson kind of talked to him about and, and what intrigued him about the program program. And just following a note with that, I mean, when you were doing your research on Houston, did the success of the d- development of guards, but um specifically guards kind of intrigue you more to the program, the likes of um Nate Hidden, Galen Robinson, Corey Davis, Armani Brooks, and I mean the list goes on. You can see the guards and how they're excelling now, but did that development of those guards uh, specifically help intrigue you to Houston? Mm-hmm. Because to be honest, if I'm be honest, you know uh, Jamal said my high school coach right now actually coaches Jamal, so we had a, we had a mm-hmm. long conversation just about about the development he's had. You know, coming to uh, he did in high school, and say he's a whole different player now. You know that mean that meant a lot. Just to hear something like that. Going back to, to one of the articles that, that you were quoted in, um, you talked about how when you came on your official visit with Houston, uh, one of the things that stood out to you was was the brotherhood that, that the players of the Houston program had. Um, you said that they were texting you before you even went there for your official visit. They were starting to plan out stuff. Um, how big of a factor was that? And was there really one player that kind of uh, maybe was your guy that like kind of took you under their wing while you came to visit Houston? Uh, Ramon and uh, Javier. Mm-hmm. Those are my, my guys when I was there, you know. We went out. They came out to eat with me. They really did everything with me. Just, you know, let me know how it was. Just, you know, that made me feel like I fit, you know, just being around them too. They showing me the way, showing me how it would be if I came to uh, Houston. Just, And when I come to Houston now, so, you know, it's a lot to me too. Just them being the way they were, you know, not too big-headed or nothing like that. Cause, you know, once guys get to that level, they – you know, lose trying to thought that they was in the same position I'm in right now. So, mm-hmm. did they talk to you about um, what it's like playing for Coach Sampson? Because you know it's different talking to a coach mm-hmm. versus talking to one of your peers mm-hmm. who actually, like you said, who going through it right now. What kind of mm-hmm. advice did they give you as far as what it's like playing for Coach Sampson in the program? Really, really the same thing. Same thing Coach Sampson told me. That's. That was a big factor too, because really work, just start creating habits now. You know, early, since I got a uh, advantage, you know, over other players, just you know, haven't really committed yet. Just getting the advantage and just being able to come in and you know work early. Because I think when I go, it's gonna be like June, be like June first of uh. Next. So you know, just creating all, uh, and everything be good. Especially, want to get in better shape. 
And really, a, a couple of follow-ups there. First, going back to your official visit with Houston, um, that actually came like the mm -hmm. first week of May. Uh, I'm curious what mm -hmm. the different facilities, I'm sure they toured you across the Fertitta Center, the Guy B. Lewis mm -hmm. uh, training facility or development facility. Um, what did you think about those buildings whenever you came mm -hmm. in and you saw them? And I mean, comparing them to some of the other colleges you might have visited. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it was really, you know, it wasn't really, and it just, you know, stood out about the facilities because either way, it's going to be work. Work is going to be work. It's really just like, you know, the family aspect of it. That's really it. The facilities was nice. You know, they had the facility center. You know, you know, it's not as big as SEC. Winning is winning. Culture is culture. So. Dang, he's already got the culture line day on. He's, he's ready to, to join Houston tomorrow if he had to. Yeah, yeah, and speaking of culture, that's I'm exactly. Ready. Yeah, speaking of culture, that's exactly where I want to go next. That's one word you hear a lot of culture, culture, culture. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure you heard it when you talked to them, and uh, from your outside looking in, and also having one foot in and now that you commit, what does that culture mean to you? As far mm -hmm. as and what about that culture intrigues you to Houston? Because you know, you know, coming. Family to me at Houston, cause you know I'm mm -hmm. I, like I told you I moved from Mississippi to Texas. You know it's really just me and my family, so I was just leaving them. I just want to go to another family, really. Or I feel like I'm wanted. And and kind of uh, keeping the focus on Houston itself. Had before you came for your visit um, with the Cougars, had you ever visited uh, the city of Houston before? Uh, I was, I was actually supposed to move to Houston instead of Dallas. Oh, we used to come out all the time because mm. I actually I actually have more family in Houston than I do Dallas, which is crazy. Oh, so <laughs> it's gonna be kind of a yeah, it's gonna be kind of a not necessarily a homecoming, but you're you're always gonna have like that support, um, like that family support close by. So I'm sure that that mm -hmm. that yeah, that was probably a big factor. Yeah, you know the track yeah, too, so, you know that. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. way different. Yeah, jeez, I forty five is is always gonna be a pain. Um, Dan, you got something? Or I can I can follow up. Oh uh, no, I thought you were going to follow up because you you had kind of yeah. Go ahead if you have a follow up. I kind of felt I kind of felt that you had one. Go ahead. No, what I was gonna say is going back to specifically with the program, like you said. Uh, uh, really what, what stood out to you is, is being a part of like a family environment. And again, like mm -hmm. going back to when you first were going to come to your visit, you had players reaching out to you before you even came. I'm curious uh, from a coach's perspective, what were, what were some of those conversations like um, not necessarily just with Calvin Sampson, but with some of the other assistant coaches? Yeah. Like Quantus White, uh, I know he works specifically with the guards. Coach Q. Yeah. yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready to get to work with him too. We, nobody knows, but we got, one-on-one coming up soon now <laughs> that I, get, I know i know you're probably gonna see this so i want to know what time it is he already know i already know what time it is too <laughs> <laughs> yeah coach q man uh, we had him on the show before and um he talked mightily about the work and just how much he he saw um guards mm -hmm. put in he actually gave us a 
I saw on a different podcast a good story that he had with Coach Sampson. But um, mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to shift a little bit about your preparation. I, I like to know what 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 you what you listening to, like how you getting ready for the game, what you listening to, like how you get your <laughs> mind right to perform at the level that you perform to. Because I like hip hop, I like rap. So I mean, I, what, what you jamming? What's in the earphones? What what what, what you listening to? Cause, Cause Kellen ain't gonna like this, but he already know what I'm about to say. <laughs> I'm a, first, 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 I'm gonna have to play young boy, most definitely. Most young boy, probably some little baby. Uh, okay. uh, probably some Miss. You know, I'm from Mississippi, so you know, little boozy something. Yeah, boozy. Yeah. I listen to him sometimes. Probably too. So you know, just dudes like that. That's getting me locked in. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> Nah, nah, I feel it, man. They, 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 they talking that talk. Mm-hmm. Something I like to do too. I like to, you know, it just give me a whole different energy. I'm about to go. Kind of staying on to that to that topic. Obviously, when when you think of Houston um, and the basketball programs, they have that Jordan sponsorship. So I'm curious, mm-hmm. um, what what kind of are your go to shoes? Is it are they Nikes? Are they Jordans? Uh, what Jordan. what are your go to whenever you're hooping? And I got them right here with me. I got Jordans. Which twelves? I love love some twelves. I got uh, <laughs> my ones. I got. More twelves, some more twelves. I got, a, I got a lot of jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> now I always wonder why players nowadays, especially on programs um, sponsored by Jordan, don't hoop in retro Jordans. Like, do you, yeah. uh, do you, will you hoop in retro Jordans? Because you know, when you get to Houston, they're gonna give you J's, and I see you got those all red twelves. Mm-hmm. Like, will you hoop in your retros, or will you play in those, you know, the Zions and the, and the other stuff that they hoop in? These, these kind of, you know, these, these kind of fashion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't, me, retro, but they kind of, they kind of heavy to me, so I'm gonna okay. probably. Have to play. Okay. Yeah, okay. Jordan, Jordan, Jordan to go for sure. If he had to play in these, <laughs> he'd go for sure. <laughs> yeah. Coming right up on Pot Slime and Jam, our conversation with Cordell Jefferson, Cordell KJ Jefferson, coming right up on Pod Slime and Jam, covering your UH athletics. Now, why, now get into Houston style of play. What about their style of play fits your game? Because I'm not sure you watched them over the last couple of years, see the deep runs that they had, mm-hmm. but specifically their style of play. First, they're going to get after it on defense. They like to get in, get in defense. Then on the offense, get it and push, you know, hit the out, hit the corner, you know, get shots up, you know, quick. Get a good set of offense. Now, Coach Sampson, uh, he demands his guards to rebound. And that's the one mm-hmm. thing that all of his guards does. Is, is that something that you feel like is a strength right now? Or are you, you going to come in and, and rebound? Or, or, yeah. Or you... Okay. Most definitely. You know, I, I'm not, you know I, I love to rebound. He, you know, our biggest player is like 6 6'6". Six, six. So, rebound right now, so I feel like that's going to give me an advantage. And, 
and in terms of the success that, that Houston has had, really, um, how far or how long have you had Houston on your radar? Because obviously in 2021, they make it to the Final Four. This past year, they made it to the Elite Eight uh, going back the season, at the COVID, but the year before, they go to the Sweet 16, really. Uh, when when did you start um, really focusing in on Houston? At least they started garnering interest or your interest. Uh, I'd probably say around sometime sometime last year, you know, around in March Madness last year. Mm. March, Madness, March Madness got canceled last year, and I oh the year before that, probably like two years ago. You know, Coach Sampson coach. You know, my dad. He always, you know, he just started watching more. He watched a lot of because of the way Coach Sampson coached and stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, you, you you mentioned brotherhood, and Coach Sampson mentions family. What about you? I know you said you have family in Houston, but specifically like your parents, how, how, what they, what, what's they, did they, they want you to go to Houston? They pretty much leave it into your hands, or how are they feeling about the program? And I know you just mentioned Coach Sampson a little bit. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, parents, you know, you know what parents should do. They just gave me opinions and stuff like that. But they didn't really necessarily tell me where they felt like I should have went. But, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like they wanted me to go to Houston. You know, it's not too far. No, I'm, I mean, I'm actually right down the street from TCU, too. But, you know, it was it was. And obviously, of course, right now in, in college, really the college landscape, um, it's a, a bit of a transition just with all the NIL deals that could be uh, made possible. So a, a bit of a, a fun question, but if you could have, I don't know, like a food, a sponsor, sponsorship, any like a dream in a perfect world, what would be your, your main, uh, it could be a food, it could be a, a Chick sponsorship, anything. Chick-fil-A. Chick <laughs> That'd be your go-to. Chick-fil-A. I Every day, man. I ain't gonna lie. It, it, it took about two thousand dollars from me. <laughs> what's your uh, What's your go to uh, meal? I eat there every time? day. The number one. Okay. The the chicken sandwich, <laughs> and then I'm gonna get an extra. I'm gonna get an extra sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you you're not the spicy. You're gonna do the regular. I mean, I was at first, but then, you know, I just, I, you know, my body and stuff like that. Cause, you know, I probably about maybe, I only get probably like 45 minutes for my food before practice. You know, I just had to start thinking about that. You know, going to practice at Spicy Chicken Center right here, so. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you heard it right there. There's a Chick-fil-A representative, uh, June 1st, 2023, on the clock. They got to start taking down. Uh, but that that's certainly interesting. And, and dang, <laughs> there's, there's, uh, there used to be two different Chick-fil-A's on campus. I, I think they closed one because one used to be on the satellite because they're, like, mm -hmm. doing construction on it. But there's one uh, not too far from, from like, main of the campus. So that that's going to be interesting. They, they got your Chick-fil-A needs if um, once you get to campus, I'm sure. Um, that'll, that'll, that, that had to be priority. <laughs> uh -huh. Um, 
and uh, transitioning a little bit more, um, not away from the basketball court, but obviously um, you still have your senior year in, in high school. Um, but, you know, and honestly, it, it completely okay. But do you have like an idea in mind, like what you like to like study major once you get to college or um, is it still open? Um, it's still open, but as of right now, you know, since I'm going to Houston, it's probably going to be like business, probably business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you for know, sure. Uh, ever since back. UH. I'll go ahead. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I was just think about, you know, I'm going to Houston. You know, it's a big city, so why not, you know, just major. Is there anything, like, do you have a goal mine or, like, a, an area specifically in business? Because, um, I, and I don't want to butcher it, but I'm pretty sure when I went to school, like, uh, their college of business, I think it was, like, number one in the country for entrepreneurship. Or, yeah, I think Bauer. that's right. Yeah, at Bauer. So is there, like, a certain area that, that you're specific in business, mm-hmm. like uh, business admin, uh, management? I'm actually glad you told me that because, you know, I've been needing <laughs> that's, that's really one of the hardest parts, just think about what you're uh, measuring once you get there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, my advice would be definitely take your time, but they definitely have one of the best schools, for sure, as far as business. Now, now I want to go back um, to uh, you saying that Jamal shares coach, coach you. And Jamal Shears, one of the best point guards in the nation. I feel like he will even get more recognition um, next year. I don't know if he'll be there by the time you get there or, or what that. But it, if you can play with a point guard like him, I mean, how do you feel like like yeah, you can play together? Because he's definitely a pass for a point point guard. And what w- what do you see in his game as far as that, that y'all can thrive together on the floor? Really, no, just, I mean, because I really, I know he, you know, he's going to score when he needs to, I'm going to score when I need to, but I just feel like the way he communicate, I communicate together, you know, still, you know. Do you have any favorite players or any players that you look at, maybe try to pick and choose certain things about that game and add it to yours? Y'all Morant. That's that's really one play. Yeah. Uh, I've been watching a lot of those guys, especially like CP3 and Josh, just the way they come out to pick and roll and make the right reason. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, I talked to Coach Sam. And I got to work on just playing out of pick and roll, seeing all. The- so that's something that's really that's why I've been telling you I've been focusing a lot. You know, too. You know, coming in open gym. On that, you know, focusing on it in my trainings, stuff like that, watching film on it. Kind of staying on the NBA topic. Um, obviously, well, it looks like Golden State's going to end up going to the finals. Um, I know they, they lost last night, but they're still up 3 1. Uh, Boston, Miami, I think they might have just tipped off their, their bots to tip off. Um, is, there, is there a team left that you're still rooting for? Are you a mm-hmm. Mass fan? Or are you a different team fan? Nah, I'm really, like me, 
Yang. I'm a KD fan. Even even uh when he moved yeah, from OKC I... to Golden State. I just like the way he plays. His skill set. His skill set. It's crazy. Yeah. Damn, yeah I was gonna say if you if you were a Mavs fan, Dayon, he you you would have had something in common there, but nah. yeah, for sure. I mean, but he in Dallas, so I know he liked the Cowboys, right? You mad? You Mavs? Man, I'm from Dallas. I ripped Dallas. Like Cowboys. Yeah. I'm a saint. I gotta go with the home team. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when, when you get down to Houston, I don't want well, you still got a year, but uh, honestly, that that might not change uh, the way they're running the football team down here. But uh, that's that's a conversation for a different day. <laughs> now, do you, you feel like your injuries are a, a thing of the past, or how, how are you working to get your body stronger? You talked about the different things. I know you even hinted a little bit as far as being mm-hmm. mindful of your nutrition. Now, I know people get a knack. Oh, he's injury prone. So I know how you're getting over those and kind of figuring out not to have those reoccurring. Well, you know, to you know, when I first came back, it was really, my first surgery. It was really new to me. Came back, you know, just timid and scared. But then, you know, once I had my second one, I just felt like. I don't have to deal with it. I just went out there and played, you know, to just get my body right. Like my strength trainer, I was telling you about John Garcia and uh, my coach, my strength condition coach, Coach Tom. They were really good. So I got with them. I just been with them. You know, just been consistent. They found out it was just nag, like nagging my leg. Let me just find a way to work through it. And for UH fans that might not be familiar, can you talk a little bit? Was it uh, what what area in the leg was it? Was it a knee injury, an ankle injury? What was it? A knee. It was my uh, tibia. Oh damn. Yeah. So and like it you was, said, the, it was the, really, it was, the, the... oh go ahead, my boss. Uh, oh no, you good? I was about to say, what's crazy is it actually happened in like third grade. I had like a fracture in my knee. And I played through it for five years. And in eighth grade, it finally just gave out on me. Like, I went, I, it was, I threw the ball up. I go down like everybody was doing. <laughs> I threw it up and went to go get it. <laughs> and, and I and I took off. And when I took off, I just blacked out in the air and just, like, fell down. And I thought it was like a little kid that ran under me or something. And I got up and I took a step. And I looked down at my knee. I'm like, I'm like, man. I said, Mom, my knee messed up. I'm yelling across the gym. I said, Mom, my knee messed up. I had AirPods <laughs> in and everything. AirPods fell out. I'm, I'm so confused. Back to the back, to the trainers. Get back there to the trainer. And it was like, lift your leg up for me. I tried to lift my leg. I couldn't lift it. So I'm like, I'm just looking at my leg like, I'm like so confused. Get to the doctor. They tell me that my my tibia has crazy. 
It was wild. Yeah, damn, for five years that you were you were just pushing through it and it just finally gave in. Because I had got, I got a, a helmet to the knee in third grade playing football. So that was that was mm. played one to the fact why I stopped playing too. Football, yeah. No, that makes that makes a lot of sense, man. I don't know if you have any follow ups, Andy, but I was just gonna give him the opportunity to kind of tell Houston fans who they're gonna get. I know you still have a lot more developing to get, but who are they gonna get when they get um, KJ Jefferson coming into the Houston program? Who are they getting when they get when you arrive? A winner. That's it. I mean that that's perfect right there. But I'll I'll do one follow up message to to Houston fans in general. You said they're getting a winner. Do you have any message for them specifically in terms of uh, what you're looking forward to in the well a bit just over a year since June first, twenty twenty three? Any message for Houston in general? Uh, you know, I'm really I'm really just see everybody, you know, just interact with everybody, stuff like that, you know. Must definitely have JoJo down here with me. You know, we just got him today, so <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. Have you got a chance to talk to JoJo as far as his commitment? Have y'all got a chance to talk to each other? I'm talking to JoJo. <laughs> okay. I've been I've been waiting on I've been waiting on. I know I knew the day was gonna. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, KJ, we appreciate your time. Like we said, uh, this is truly, we're, we're thankful for your time. Uh, and it was truly a, a, an honor. It was a good 40 minutes that it was a good conversation. So uh, once again, for those UH fans that might not have known, uh, you can follow him on Twitter. This is at is under his name. Um, I don't want to butcher anything, but it's at Cordell, two R's, um, Cordell with mm-hmm. a K. Uh, and KJ, once again, thank you for your time. Dion, is there anything you want to say before we wrap it up? Like Andy just said, appreciate you, KJ. Take your time out of your day, man. Wish you nothing but success. Appreciate you Keep, Yeah, man, keep grinding. Keep going forward, man. You're going to get to where you want to go. But I, sideways, baby, let's go cool. Let's go, man. Let's go cool. <laughs>